Hello and welcome to Delightful. I'm your host, Lisa McCrowan. Delightful is where science and psychology meet spirituality and creativity to help you follow what delights your heart and live a life you deeply love. Welcome back to another episode of Delightful. I am so glad that you are here and that you are tuning in. So today, if you have been feeling, if you've been feeling lately that you just don't have control over much and feeling frustrated or defeated, overwhelmed or hopeless about that, or if you just naturally tend to be a little bit of a control freak at home, at work, and parenting or leading, this episode is for you. This episode is all about what you can do when you can't control everything. Let's get started. So we as human beings like to be in control. And we can spend a lot of time messing around with the outside circumstances, trying to arrange them just right. I get that. I do that. I do that still in my life. But as I am getting older, I realize that there are just some givens in life Like, sometimes there isn't much you can do about the givens in your life. Your responsibilities are just what they are. Maybe you're the caretaker of an elderly parent. Or you have stepped into a new leadership role at work and you have several teams that are counting on you to show up with confidence. And they look to you to inspire them and to guide them. Or maybe you're a parent and you just, you have little ones or big ones to, to cart to various activities and because you want them to be involved in things, you want them to be active and you want to support their social life. Or you have a child that has special needs and has an IEP and you've got to manage that with the different pieces involved with school and, and counselors and things. Or you have older ones and you're getting into the mode of going on on college tours and you got to schedule those. Those are just these givens in life because of your roles and your responsibilities. And then circumstances. Maybe circumstances are such that they just are what they are and you don't have much control over them. Like, Like a few of these. Your cat or dog getting sick and needing to go to the vet while you're also feeling anxious about a new work assignment or you're annoyed by the neighbors who keep waking you up at 5 a.m. Or like you are missing your mom who passed away a few years ago. You just miss her. There's nothing to fix about that or do. You just miss her. Or maybe you are worried about your dad who is showing more signs of Alzheimer's and you've got some decisions to make. Or your ex-spouse is fighting you on the particulars of your custody agreement. And then there's the things that just happen in our house, like needing a new HVAC. Or it's time to sell the family beach house that has been in your family for decades. There's a sense of nostalgia around that. And it's just circumstances are such that like it's time to do that. Or... Your spouse just got a call from the doctor that their cancer is back. What do you do when things just happen? When there's givens in life because of your responsibilities and your role? Or just the circumstances are such that they happen and you don't have control over them? 
Let me start with a little bit of a story. So the other day, it was gorgeous outside. It was one of those June afternoons when there isn't much humidity, and it's about like 70 degrees and sunny with a really wonderful breeze. I had the the awesome opportunity just to sit for a little bit with a friend. We sat on the front porch and we were chatting while Sherlock, our dog, he found a sunny spot to lay down in and he was soaking up some vitamin D. And we were sharing some things that are going on in our lives, like the kind of sharing that isn't about dumping, it's not about complaining, and it was definitely real. It wasn't about trying to hide anything. It wasn't about fixing anything. We were talking about the real stuff, the real things that we're holding. And then my friend said, I feel like everyone is holding a lot right now. Like everyone's got something. And then we started to talk about this. We started to talk about how there's just some givens in life, the things that are just part of the human experience. We talked about how Thinking we can tie it all up in a nice, neat bow just isn't reality. It isn't possible. Like, for example, like even if the kitchen is clean and the laundry is put away, there's always something that isn't done or isn't in its place. There's always, always one more thing to do for work. Send an email. Got to get back to a client. A report needs to be need to be reviewed. Then there's the fact that our parents, for many of us, are getting older. Like my, my friend was sharing that her dad has had his last rites given to him three times. And as we sat there, we wondered, we wondered this, like, what if we acknowledged that there are always going to be givens in life, circumstances that we can't control, that ha- and things that happen that are just out of our control, And instead of trying to keep it all under control and try to grasp for more control, instead of thinking that something must be wrong with us or something must be wrong with me or my life because of all the givens in in our lives, what if we put our attention instead into asking ourselves, where do I have agency? Where can I love myself? care for myself and regard myself within the givens. I talk to my coaching clients a lot about the difference between agency and control. Agency and control. I see agency as where you do have influence, what you can do or be. Agency is our capacity for action. It's about how we can act independently and are able to make free choices within the givens, within the circumstances, within the relationships in our lives. Agency is about what we can control and what we do have influence in. I see a lot in my work how we as parents, professionals, when we're in a partnership, when we're leaders, when we're children of elderly parents, We can put a lot of our focus on the givens and trying to control them, trying to arrange circumstances such that we feel like we have more control over them. And that's okay. That's okay to a point. Some things, though, are just givens. They just are. They just happen. And there comes a point where we have done all we can. 
We've done all the planning and the arranging and the organizing. And I get it. We want control over the situation, the people involved, but we just don't have it. That is when agency comes in. You have agency even when you can't control everything. When you can't control everything, you have agency in something. Let me say that again. When you can't control everything, you have agency in something. So often my clients will be talking to me about a difficult situation where they feel stuck or they feel helpless. They are revisiting the same dang pattern at work or with their partner, with an extended family member, with their teen. And I'll ask them, okay, so you don't have control over that. Where do you have agency? Agency is about you. It's about what is within your capacity to do or be about. And agency is the gateway to getting unstuck and moving forward and feeling hopeful. So with my clients, we'll start to brainstorm. And once you know it, a sense of hope begins to, to glimmer. Like a, like a coaching client recently said, after we, after we had been talking about a situation with this company and we started thinking of just ways that he, he could take some actions to address a particular situation that he was working with. And afterwards he was saying like, oh my gosh, I, I felt like the wheels of my car were stuck in the mud. And I was feeling like, why even bother? The wheels are just going to keep spinning and not getting anywhere. And then he said this, he's like, now after, after exploring like where I have agency, now I feel like there is tread on the tires and I can get somewhere, like I can get traction. And he should have, I, I wish I could describe to you the, the look on his face and just how his whole demeanor had changed. Like he had been slumped over a little bit and kind of, you know, just t- even tone of voice a little bit like this, you know, like why even bother? And then there was this straightening of his spine and this this aliveness and smile across his face. Like, okay, agency. So you, we can't control everything, but we have agency and something. And get this, get this. I'm going to share a little secret with you. It's always about self-love, boundaries, and taking responsibility for our actions and outlook. So let me say that again. We always have agency in something and it's always about, I notice this my clients and my own self and in my work, it's about these three things, self-love, boundaries, and taking responsibility for our actions and outlook. Today, I want to talk more about the agency to practice self-love in any given situation, reality, relationship, or responsibility. Because, because the number one thing I work on with every single client I see in my practice, even leaders who you think wouldn't need this, it's self-love. It's self-compassion. What I often find with my clients is when, when they've tried all the tweaks, they've made all, they've, they've made as, uh, like as many shifts on the outside as, as they can, and yet still... They have some givens that of, of things that are just not so pleasant there. It's uncomfortable and even some really difficult, hard realities. Then their attention can turn inward 
and they can ask, how can I love myself in this? How can I love myself in this given? That, that is when big changes start to happen. That is when we can reconnect to ourselves, our bodies, our intuition. That is when we can start to notice hope budding. We feel a bit unstuck for a little while. We can connect again to life. Maybe even find a little bit of delight and experience a little bit of delight. So we have this tendency to be really harsh with ourselves. I I still remember a client who was reluctant at first to do the whole self-love and self-compassion thing and thinking at first that like, oh, self-love is just too soft or unnecessary or, you know, too mushy or something. And he said this to me, he's like, so Lisa, if I'm kind to myself, that's like letting myself off the hook. And I was like, you aren't a fish, dude. You aren't a fish. You should have never even been on a hook. Now, I was joking around and, and also serious a little bit there. Like, like, no, wait a second, dude. Uh-uh. I got what he was saying. He was saying that if he's too, if he's too kind to himself, then he'll never change. I have found the exact opposite to be true. And actually, I remember now with that client too, and he's, I was like, okay, would you be willing just to try this out, just to play with this? Play, as many of you know, is one of my favorite four-letter words. Play. Let's just play with it for a little while and just, and just see how it goes and get curious about it. And he's like, okay, okay, I'll try it. And wouldn't you know, like a couple years later now, he is all about self-compassion and self-love with his team's in in the organization that he works for and he's about promoting self-care and wellness in a way that is just so phenomenal i love it yeah like he totally a convert (laughs) and he acknowledges that too i just love it i was like could you just play with this for a little while and just try it out and just see what happens and and again too through a lot of work then he discovered like gosh i have really been harsh with myself and that harshness hasn't even been effective or efficient i'll get more talk more about that in a moment acknowledging your agency to to practice self-love is the number one key to self-motivation And ironically, when we practice self-compassion within any of our givens, our relationship to the givens, to our circumstances, changes. It it has less control over us. Of course, we're still influenced by, by the givens. They're still difficult. They're still messy and hard. And yet, it has less control over us. And we have a little bit more freedom we begin to practice self-compassion and we begin to notice where we have agency. So if you are facing a given in your life, something that isn't pleasant, something that might be just downright hard and life-altering, perhaps there isn't much you can do you, or in terms of like control. You don't have control over it. Like, for example, you just miss your mom. There's nothing to try to fix about that. It just You just miss her. Or your job just is demanding right now. This is the season and, and the job and in your life when, when your work is busy and it's demanding. 
or the diagnosis is the diagnosis and you're going through the process you're going through the 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 steps you need to do to address the diagnosis or your teen your child is just the way they are and maybe when there isn't much left to do or to tweak or to control the reality that the given then then there's an opportunity to turn toward yourself and practice agency, to relate to yourself in a new way, a new way that is much, much more compassionate. Perhaps in these moments then when you can, you can ask yourself when you're having a difficult time and there's just the givens in your life, the responsibilities that you have and the things that are just here and arising and you've tried to tweak them, try to fix them, try to, 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 to con- even to control them and you recognize that like, I just don't. It just is what it is right now. Perhaps you can ask yourself, where do I have agency in this? How can I love myself in this? How do I want to care for myself and love myself within the given? This is when you can find small little moments to reclaim your sense of agency, what you can do, how you can be in the givens. Small moments of reestablishing your boundaries by taking a moment out for you. Maybe you can make everyday choices then, little everyday choices based on how the day is going. Like if your cat threw up, your partner is getting annoyed with you. The cancer journey today is just downright hard. The grief is, is heavy in this moment. Or the teen is really pushing your buttons. You can make some little choices that can then soothe you for a while before you go back into all the givens, before you get back to the emails that you have to respond to, before you make the call to get dad into a higher level of care for his his Alzheimer's, before replying to your ex-spouse about the custody agreement or battle, before handing the keys over to the new owners of of your family beach house, before deciding how you and your family will deal with the cancer diagnosis again. Maybe, maybe this is an opportunity to be with yourself, to be kinder, gentler, aware of your limitations, protecting your boundaries. Maybe there is a call, a deeper call into how you, we, you and I, we are being, we are, are being in the givens to be in a new way, a way that is about self-love because ultimately the only thing we have agency in is ourselves how we are going to talk to ourselves, treat ourselves, love ourselves, how we are going to act or behave or respond. Recognizing this, a certain kind of freedom begins to rise from within us. It doesn't, it doesn't make everything all rosy and shiny and awesome. 
but it does help. It does help us to feel some hope blossoming within us. Agency and this growing capacity to extend ourselves self-love and self-compassion, it does create some healing balm, soothing balm for us in difficult times when it feels like the world is unkind, when there are just harsh realities and things that we are dealing with. The older I get, the less harsh I am with myself. I'm coming to see that I am beginning to be even more understanding and kind to myself. I just know that self-harshness doesn't work. Over all these years with my own self and with so many of the hundreds of maybe thousands of people that I've worked with now, it's not even efficient or productive. So I soften and I put my hand on my heart and I might say something like, girl, this is hard right now, love. This is hard. I go on a walk. I say to the people in my life, okay, I need a moment. I go to bed. I get off social media. I read one of my own books. I read other books. I call a friend. I sit outside and listen to the birds and watch the sun setting over the mountains. It doesn't fix my reality, but it tends to then change my experience of it. And that's the power of agency and self-love. And that's what we're going for. We may not be able to fix or change or tweak our givens, our responsibilities, our circumstances, but when we recognize where we do have agency and where we can then expand or or use our agency of self-love and self-compassion, it tends to change our experience of whatever the given is. And truly then that's the power of agency and self-love. To close, let's practice a little bit of this for a moment together. So if you're in a space where you can pause for a moment and give yourself this moment, that is awesome. And perhaps you can soften or close the eyes right now and take a break from all the distractions of modern life. And you can give yourself this moment, a a gift of self-love for just a few moments to step out of the constant to go, go, go and the distractions, distractions and just be right here. And notice how this is something you can do for a few moments. You can give yourself this. Notice how this is an act of self-love, a bit of a boundary here and a reclaiming of your time. So take a few breaths in and out and really feel bringing your attention to that full exhale for a few breaths, emptying out. And notice how in this full emptying out then, there is this nice full inhale that then follows. And you might invite, you might offer the invitation to the insides of you just to soften, extend that invitation to yourself, softening into the eyes, the jaw, the tongue, 
softening into the neck and the shoulders and down through the body through the arms and the hands and the fingers softening as you breathe in and out down into the belly down into the pelvis softening into the legs all the way through the soles of the feet and your and your toes And then now bring to your awareness, into your awareness, something that you recognize that maybe you've been trying to tweak for a while, like a given or a circumstance that you've been trying to tweak, you've been trying to control, you've been trying to, you know, change and adjust it. And it's just, you're starting to recognize like it's just a given right now. And notice what happens as you bring that up. See what happens in your body. And whatever it is, whatever arises, you just notice like, oh, that's what's happening now. Just with some curiosity, holding space for what arises. Play with saying first to yourself, like acknowledging it in some way that this is just a given. Acknowledge that maybe you've been trying to tweak it, change it, control it, manipulate it. And that has been really tiring. So first acknowledge that. Acknowledge your efforts. Acknowledge the striving. With no self-judgment here. We aren't about judging ourselves. Acknowledging that, you know what? This is just a given of my life right now, of my circumstances, of, of, of part of the human experience. And again, this might take a little bit of time. So you might want to do this a couple of times with yourself, a few times. You can always come back to this meditation or extend it into journaling and, and reflecting. That would be an awesome act of self-love. Just notice by acknowledging it, like what happens again in your body. And then ask yourself, where do I have agency? How do I have agency in this? In terms of like, especially in terms of your self-love. It usually has something to do with like self-love, boundaries, Where do you have agency? Maybe an image comes to mind of you doing something or being about something in a certain way. Maybe you have, you have agency to, again, just how you treat yourself in this. Yeah, notice that. Like, how are you treating yourself in this circumstance or this given? And what would it be like to be super kind with yourself? Or, or if you can't be super kind with yourself, how about this? Just 2% kinder to yourself. I know my, my hope and goal for you, my hope is that 
eventually you will build this capacity so you are super kind to yourself. I hope that for, for everyone. Well, let's just start with 2%. What if you were just 2% kinder and more loving towards yourself? What could that look like? Is it taking some time off? Is it saying no to some things and saying and saying yes to other things that are life-giving? How can you love yourself? How can you love yourself in these in this given in this circumstance? And then ask yourself, like, so what is one step I can do right now, today, to begin loving myself, to, to feel that sense of flow a little bit, to get into that, of agency, of self-agency? I'd like to close with this poem, a short little poem called Exquisite Self-Love, Exquisite Self-Love. She decided that today would be a day of exquisite self-love. She was done with the harshness. Her answer to everything today would be love. May you live with a sense of agency in any of the givens in your life. And may you begin to love yourself in any of the givens, any of the circumstances and the realities. And may these practices of self-love and compassion and this teaching today support all beings in being compassionate and kind to themselves and others. Until next time, may you be delighted.